from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you ready? Ladies and gentlemen, this is Roz yes. and Mocha. <laughs> it's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. Chain Smokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys, Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys, Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Mocha. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That's amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Well, it's like charades, but only using the mouth. That's all you get to figure it out. It's a little bit tricky without a doubt. If you didn't know, now you know what it's about. It's time to play Mouse Charades. The best game you've ever played. It's time to play Mouse Charades. If you can figure it out, then you've got it made. Ah, uh, yes. Fun fact, Ross's favorite game that we play here on the Ross Mocha Show. Yeah. Uh, Mouse Charades, oh. a.k.a. The Fix is In. The jig is up. Calm down with the excitement, Roz. Um, so mouse charades, very much like traditional charades, uh, only the clues are given by only sounds. You can only use your mouth, so no moving around, sort of no motioning, pantomiming, anything like that. Uh, damn it, Maury, once again, will be the clue giver. It is myself, Roz, against Mocha. Uh, if you've not heard this before, you will clearly realize very early on into this, when I say the fix is in, and I don't know how they do it, because we go out of our way to randomize all of this. So I don't know exactly how it happens, but cheating happens. Nope. Uh, let's. Why don't we just let the people decide then? Okay. Sure. Why don't I, we you already to, you know, you already told them. Why don't, why don't we let the people decide? I just think that you don't like losing. I you, hate losing. Yeah, and you, like, historically lose this game. No. Nope. Like, I just Big don't. time. No, no, no. I don't mind losing. I really don't. But I like losing. If I'm going to lose, I like to lose fair. Okay, and I just don't think that this is fair. Well, because of that, I, I don't think you have your head in the game. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. So uh, we, oh, each get, we each get like uh, 20 seconds yeah. to, to give our answer. Yeah. 20 seconds is, is signified by a ding and then ended by a double buzz. Okay, so and we more, use my mouth. You said that? Yes, we use your mouth more. Your mouth is the clue giver. So here we go. Well, I guess Who, who's up first? You, because you're still losing. Okay, I'm up first. Right, you're right. Because Did I lose the last one? Well, you yeah. lose all of them. Okay, never mind. Shut up. <laughs> you lose all of them. The, Maury, you're the clue giver. You should not be this salty towards me, man. You should be <laughs> neutral. I mean, good for you. Like, taupe. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, go. Uh, like a hiccup. Oh, like you are um, throwing. Um, you're you're, you're th- throwing something. Um, you're li- lifting, lifting something. Lifting. Like you're. Like you're um, Throwing bags of something, like bags of sand. You're throwing, you're lifting weights. I don't know. What is it? Body hitting the floor. Oh, wow. <laughs> it sounded like you were saying the word thumb. Yeah. E is the body. Yeah. Thumb is the floor. Okay. E thumb. E thumb. <laughs> That's not what a body, like, and, and okay, and again, I'll say this. I think I get crap clues. Like, when you uh, listen to the clues Mori gives me, they're absolute crap. When you listen to the clues that Mori gives Mocha, they're, I would say they're on a much better level of clue giving. Okay, so here we go. Uh, Mocha, your turn. Okay. <laughs> Laughing. Giggling. Being tickled. Um, I... Um, a spirit, a ghost, a, a baby ghost. Yeah! Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, oh. Guys, was, okay. 
I was literally just wow. I that I had no idea that was just a guess. I promise, guys. Okay, hold on a second here, guys. I promise that was not like good a legit. For, good for you. First of all, who is the sick person who put baby ghosts like, as a clue? That wasn't even serious. Just so you know, <laughs> That's honestly, the real mystery in all of this. Honestly, I was. It was just a like. I was just like joke guessing. Who? I didn't even in their think. Right mind on a family show. That is in a in a in a, in a charades competition. Yeah. Puts baby ghosts. That's, How about the guy that guesses baby ghosts? I'll is, get to that later. That is disrespectful <laughs> on like so many levels. I think it's Honestly, weirder guys. that you guessed it. So do you want to forfeit the point then? Hell no. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> my my turn. My turn. Bring it to me. Boy. All right. Ready? Bring yeah. it to me. Bring okay. it to me. Bring it to me. Bring it to me. Bloop. Bloop. That is um, dripping. That it's water. It's water dripping. It's something dripping. That is um, like that is okay. So it's water. Water dripping. It's water dripping into to a deep like barrel. Water in a ba barrel. Water slowly dripping from a faucet. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know how you didn't get. I went. Like it's I mean, he said water more, dripping. More, okay, but here's the thing more. When you do something like, that is a, <laughs> but that, that's a very human sound. Okay, so I immediately think that it's a person. Like when you make hu sounds humans would make, I think that this sound is coming from an individual. Faucets don't go. No, that's the that's the water right? slowly coming out of the, how like I, it's oh the hell with it. Screw it. Okay, go Mocha, your turn. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, ready? Yeah. Yep. Oh, that is eating, oh, oh. chewing, uh, popping a, a balloon. Oh, uh, sorry. I was knuckle cracking. Yes. That is. Oh, yeah. boom. my God. Are you serious? Oh, my God. Boom, boom, Guys, boom, boom. you know what happened? Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Shem, shut up, you can attest to this. Look, I was not. Look, I was literally cracking my knuckles at As the exact same that. time. Yeah. Inspiration. Yeah. yeah. Shem, you're the judge. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just and saying. And it matched what I did. And when you did that, it matched what I did. I was literally just cracking my okay. knuckles just because I was trying to figure out. Okay. Because okay. I always crack my knuckles whenever we play this game. <laughs> and I just said it. Okay. I, truth be told, I was watching you crack your knuckles. Okay. Next. Wow. Roz. Oh, blech. Oh. Ugh, blech. Oh. Okay, that is eating something terrible. That is spitting something out. That is exhausted from eating bad things. That is um, you just. That is when you. you uh, that's eating a fart. Eating a fart is my final answer. It's not eating a fart. Uh, what is that? Roz making the ugh blech noise. Oh my god! What? That doesn't even sound like Roz. That's yes, it does. Wow. wow. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. You got, I swear And that's to how God. you know the fix is not in. I it was you. I swear to Okay, let's do Mocha's last word then. <laughs> oh my God. Ready? Go. Oh. Uh, screaming. Oh. Uh, falling down. You're hurt. Oh. You are in so oh. much pain. You are. Oh. Uh, you are just oh. hurting. You Can you hold up that buzzer word? I need Shem, Shem as the judge. Can you t read? Hold that up, Maury. I need to make sure that you guys are. When you hold it up to Shem, what does that say? 
Shem has, he can see on the camera. Oh, that, that says dying. Oh, for God's sake. Joe Buzzer Beater! Which prison did we go to to get these clues made? We have dying, <laughs> ghost baby, and cracking knuckles. Okay? <laughs> Which hard timer came up with these clues today? All right? Yeah, that's how we play Mel Charades. Just to recap the score, once again, uh, Shem? 3 nothing for Mocha. <laughs> hey! Stop it. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Hey, Shem, you wear the uh, the necklace on the outside of the shirt, huh? I do. I like it. I figure, you know, if I'm going to wear it, I, people, I want people to see it. You yeah, know? interesting. Yeah. Interesting. And if, I had huh? some, if I had some chest hair, yeah. I'd wear, you know, like a button down. Have you I'd, ever I'd, worn I'd a button down? Without a shirt, uh, on, without a shirt underneath it. Yeah. You ever shown chest to church? Actually, <laughs> no, you have. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. Button down. Not, no undershirt. Yeah. How many church. buttons? Down. Oh, like two. Then come on, the Lord's watching, right? Oh yeah. See, I'm, yeah. A, I'm, I'm a three from the top guy. Three. Yeah. Three from the top. That's my rule. Is you go to that very oh. top button that you only do up when you when you're wearing a tie. Yeah. You take that button and you count down. That's one, and then you go two, and then three. And so then three, I, three from the top. Ironically, we saw Jen and I a little perplexed. Right. Yeah. We saw a guy doing three from the top. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like chest out everything. The sun was blazing that day. Yes, sir. But there was still a breeze in the air. Yeah. So you needed maybe a light jacket. Yeah. But homie was doing three from the top. Yeah. At the zoo. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't see him with a family. He was just walking. So maybe he was going to meet his family. I don't sure. know. Maybe he was going to go get a snack, whatever. Yeah. But but and wearing a chain too. Really? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Chain against the chest. I like that. And Jen and I were like. We're at the zoo, bro. <laughs> so, okay, so what? The zoo's not appropriate from three from the top for a little chest? I don't know. I could, like... It's not appropriate. What's more appropriate, church or the zoo? So that's just what I'm, con- I'm contemplating. I think, truthfully, I think church. You think Amen. church is yeah, more appropriate? Yeah, I think I'm okay. Huh? I'm okay with three from the top, even Shem style, two from the top. Yeah. 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 What's wrong with that? At church. Yeah. Right? Do you ever go? It's still at church. It's still a little bit of a fashion show. You seem to me, right? Mocha, you seem to me, Mocha, that if you put on a dress shirt and no tie, you're only going one from the top. I'll you, do two. You will do two? I'll do two, yeah. With an undershirt underneath so you no. can still see the t-shirt? No, 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 or no, 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 no. Chest. No. Chest. Yeah. Okay. I'll still okay. do two. Interesting. Yeah. Because I have shirts where if I do two, it's quite open. Mm-hmm. Like, it's quite open. And then yeah. I have other shirts that are by a different designer where I can do three from the top. When I'm on TV, I only ever do two from the top. Yeah. That's the max. I can't do three from the top on TV. I start getting emails. Do you remember when, um, so when you started hyping up three from the top? Yeah. Right? And then, damn it, Maury started trying to rock three from the top. It just said, it didn't know. look right. I, I, I booked three from the top.com. That's right. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was the same. That, that was for the five same. Five years. That was the same time, if you remember. When uh, when we started doing three from the top, when we started talking about that, was the other time I had that uh, that great idea, and I even talked to lawyers about this idea, which was remember Deep V jeans? Oh, I do remember Deep that. Deep V jeans? Yeah. Yes. Right, which was like a V neck, but only on jeans. Right. In the in the front, right. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants those Deep V jeans. Nobody wanted those. No. Uh, it didn't take off at all. 
But um, but no, I'm a huge fan of chest, mm-hmm. right? I'm all even when I see it on somebody else. I always think I, if I see somebody rocking three from the top, like if I'm at the zoo, yeah. right, and I and I see a guy alone at the zoo, which is weird. Um, if I see somebody alone at the zoo with three from the top, like I'm giving them a look like I got you, bro, yeah. right? <laughs> looking good, yeah, looking good, homie, <laughs> looking good. I see you. I see you, right? Because I think that it is it, there, there's 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 levels of comfort and sort of. Being vulnerable and exposing yourself and opening yourself up to judgment when you're a guy and you leave the house. Like, like if you're a regular guy, right, you may be comfortable in the house in an undershirt, uh-huh. okay? But would you ever go to the grocery store in an undershirt? No, I wouldn't. See, I would, uh-huh. right? I would. And if I see somebody at the grocery store in an undershirt, I'm like, I got you, bro. I see you, <laughs> right? And it's the same, it's the same thing people. with that last button. Like, going two from the top is very easy. Most guys will do two from the top. It's safe. It's safe, yes, yeah. you're right but three from the top walking out of the house or going into an event mm-hmm. like if you're going to a wedding and you go three from the top like you feel insecure yeah and right? you think about it the you, entire time you you're distracted yes by the three buttons yes because everybody's looking at you and everybody's judging you and then did you shave did you trim did you not trim is I it sexy remember. is it gross what know, is this did you answer this question were you wearing when you were at church two from the top right mm-hmm. shem uh, chain, gold chain, and everything. Oh, always, always chain. And actually, I had a, uh, and I'm, I don't like calling it the name that people typically call it, but I had a, on a sleeveless vest on as well underneath. Uh, you know what they call it when you go to like Walmart with what? the on the bags what? of those undershirts? What they call them a shirts. A shirt, uh-huh. really? A, huh? The letter A, A yeah, shirts, yeah. which I don't know what the A. I don't, A's I don't know what that is. So wait, you wore that on top like a vest? No, so, underneath. No, underneath man. Man. Oh, why'd you call it a vest then? What's what they call it? Yeah, my dad calls it a vest. That's not yeah. that a vest. A vest yeah. goes on the outside. No, I know, but no, like it's called it, a vest, growing man. up, yeah, and I don't know if it's like a Caribbean thing or what, right? But like my dad, like they all, everyone in my family calls them vests, calls undershirts, them vests. yeah, really, the undershirt with really? the sleeveless, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, incredible, yeah. that's mm-hmm. incredible. But anyway, Shem, uh, congratulations, you look good today, man. Thank you, brother. Right on. Right back at you. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This long weekend when I was younger was like the long weekend. I mean, it is still the long weekend, but this is when I, I, the reason I don't, there's a reason I don't remember many May 2-4 long weekends from when I was younger. That's when we used to go to Wasaga. Oh, or, yeah. or, or Sobble. Yeah. Of course. Right? Stay on like the some when, sketchy listen, campgrounds on a reserve. Like, mm-hmm. just my God. You can't call it the unofficial wild. kickoff to summer and not have tings happen. <laughs> Bro, they don't like, remember. I would say majority made two, four weekends. I don't remember. Like, there's some stuff that I, there's some stuff that I just don't remember. But then there's also things that I think that like my body just forced black. Like black to black out. Really? Yeah. Wow. Like yeah. what? I, I don't know. He doesn't know. I don't know. It's in the book. I think, yeah. <laughs> no, he can't put it in the book. He can't put it in his memoir. I don't remember. Yeah. However, <laughs> however, the amount of times in the book where I go, God, I wish I remembered more about this. It's staggering. <laughs> it's staggering. But those weekends, those weekends, because I know you used to go hard on, oh on May 2 4 weekend. Oh, God. Right? Yes. Okay. So, uh, of course. So, uh, Maury, did you, when you were in like high school, did you go hard? No, younger. I just remember exactly. Exactly the beaches you're talking about. I have photos of like my dad and I with an open trunk sitting, you know, there with staring the- at the body, wondering where to dig. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. What time do people normally leave the beach and you start digging? Okay. <laughs> so you never, but you never like went with the guys up to Wasaga and got hammered. That's, and the gays don't had, do that. They don't, eh? No. Really, huh? No, uh, for us, it's like you would go just like, well, you'd party like hard and then. I mean, when you were younger, not when you were an adult. I mean, like when you were like 17, 18, 19. Hell no. No, you did really? not. Deepa, do I even need to bother? You ne- You don't have, do you have any wild me too for long weekend stories? My wildest oh, May 2-4 story would probably be like, oh, um, was driving to see the fireworks, lots of traffic, missed the fireworks, and that was my May 2-4 weekend. That's all you're getting from me, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Getting stuck in traffic. <laughs> What's your wildest May 2-4 long weekend story? <laughs> There's so much traffic, I missed the fireworks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Shem? Because I know you're not like a, a big drinker or anything, but like yo- no. when you were younger, did you Man. dabble in the liquor at all? Listen, my my guys and I, we we got a little bit of a crew. We used to go partying Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and the yeah. Monday of the long weekend. Wow, where where where'd you go? Everywhere we, but like in the rent, city, yeah. Well, so we oh, okay. in the city, but we'd also rent cottages and yeah. you know invite all of our friends and all of our you know <gasps> friends of friends, friends of friends. Excuse, what does yeah. that mean? Friends of friends. Look at the smile on his face. Friends of He's friends. hiding something. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Girls, man. You had a good time, man. That's it. <laughs> Well, I'm not saying you didn't have a good time. Look at Sham. Can't stop smiling right now. Like this, <laughs> no. yeah. you know, all you remember the all the May two four. You remember all the flashbacks are coming back. Remember in Napoleon Dynamite, Uncle Rico, who just like was so obsessed with his last year of high school that it ruined the rest of his life. Like Shem's about to live out the rest of his days right now, yeah. thinking back to that one weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, Uncle Rico's sitting there May two four weekend with friends of friends. Yeah, he's sitting uh, when he's sitting in the chair holding the football. Yes, and he's got that smile. That's yes. exactly what Shem. Yes, the, the glory weekend. days. Shem is on the, the right glory now. days. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's hell of a story. Hello, Renee. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? Really good, good, great. Good. So when and where does your hell of a story take place? Uh, so it's probably about 10 years ago I decided to uh, do some online dating. Oh, um, no. Pause, 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 pause. Okay. Pause, 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 pause. We know exactly pause, where pause, this pause, is going, pause. but... <laughs> oh, yeah. for God's Definitely sake. here for it. Okay, so 10 years yeah. ago, online dating. What happened? Yeah, so okay. I, I started talking to a guy that was apparently in Iraq in the military at the time, spoke for like three months straight, solid, every single day, stellar guy, no red flags, nothing else. Uh, suddenly we, he comes back. We decide to meet up and spend a day together. So was he already, Um, was he already from like where you live? He lived about 45 minutes. Oh, okay. Okay. So when he came home, he had given me some story about how his insurance wasn't on his truck yet because he was been away from home and asked me to pick him up. So I did. Fair enough. Uh, picked him up, but he, he'd already had a few drinks when I picked him up. I could tell that he had been drinking. So we get back to my place and we're not there for very long before he starts like making some weird comments. He's like, why don't you have anything red in your house? Like I'm looking around and I I don't 
see enough red. Like, uh, and he seemed really disturbed by that. Uh, he pulled out a book out of his bag. It had no pages in it, uh, like blank pages, I should say. And it, and he looked. He's like, look, see, I have a red book and I have a red scarf. And I was like, okay, good for you. Like, yeah. And as the day went on, he got like more drunk and weirder. So I suggested that we go to the local pub so that I had people around me and I wasn't alone with him um, to watch a UFC fight. So he agreed. We went to this pub watching the fight. He started getting really aggressive. Like at one point, he literally leaned across the table and started screaming in my face, like nose to nose at me about something. And I told him, I was like, you know what? You're making me feel uncomfortable. I need you to leave now. And he's like, okay, fine. So he walked out for one second, came back in with his red book, opened it up. My address was written in it. And he said, fine, I'm leaving. But if you take anyone home with you, I will kill you both. Oh, my God. <laughs> I will kill you both? He, I oh. will kill you both. So he, he wrote, like, he, he has, like, a hit book? Like, I, there was nothing else in the book now but my address. It was a oh blank book trial. I don't know if that's better or worse. I don't know. I don't know whether it's more comforting to know that you're the fiftieth or that you're going to be the first. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure either. After that, I went to my friends. I was like, "Okay, this guy's seriously crazy. Like, someone needs to come home with me just in case." So uh, there was a snowstorm that night. Probably a solid foot and a half of snow fell. Uh, three hours later, I go home, but I did have a guy friend come with me to take me because I was terrified. I get home. This guy is standing in my front doorstep. You could tell that he hadn't moved in the entire three hours because there was not a single footstep of snow around him. And the snow was up like to his shins. Oh he didn't move. He stood there, stood there waiting. So clearly I brought a guy home. Well, doesn't he freak out and he's threatening to kill us. So I hid, I ran and hid and called 911. And my friend was like, come on, dude, like, you know, she just wants you to leave, you know. And he's like, no, no, she's mine. And if I can't have her, I'm going to kill you. I'll kill her. I'll kill you. Oh, this my God. I met this man. Wow. Okay. Police come. Good. And they separated us. Right. So I'm talking to the police closer to my door. And he's talking to police at the end of the driveway. The cop at the end of the driveway with him comes up to me and starts giving me He's like, you know, you could really, we could arrest you right now for false accusations and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, what, what do you mean? He's like, the, the guy told the cops that we've been girlfriend and boyfriend for years. This is a domestic. I do this all the time. I bring men home and then he gets angry. And then I call the police saying that he's threatening me. No. And I was like, yeah. And I'm like, no, no. Like, seriously, I could show you text. I could show you all the messages. He just came back from Iraq. And they're like, well, you know, he says you say this all the time. Like, oh you God. need to stop this. And I was freaking. I was crying. And then all of a sudden, at the end of the driveway, all the like, there was like five cops just jumped this guy, threw him to the ground cuffed him and threw him in the cop car and i'm like what what just happened and then the cop comes back to me he's like don't worry if he ever steps foot in your town again he will be arrested immediately wait, and I'm like, wait, 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 hold on me? you're missing an important part of the story renee what happened at the end of the driveway they wouldn't tell me <gasps> oh, come no! on! we need to know i have no idea i was like no you gotta tell me like what did he say and they're like, it's okay, just don't worry, you will never have to worry about this man again. He will never be allowed in your town. We will arrest him. And he got arrested and spent the night in jail. And uh, a guy I know that's a cab driver ended up picking him up in the morning and driving him home and heard the cops, like, 
remind him like never ever come to Bolton again like ever wow <laughs> that's like the movie stuff like I didn't think yeah. people could actually get banned from towns <laughs> so yeah. did he ever try after that did he try like texting you or calling you or anything like that a couple weeks later I got a message from him saying hey uh, how's it going um, I forgot my sweater at your house that night like do you mind if I come grab it uh, no. <laughs> wow. I did not answer. You didn't I did respond. not reply. You don't know what he did to get banned from the town, though, huh? No, I don't oh, know what he said God. to them. But I do know that he kept telling me, like, when I said I'm calling 911, he's like, go ahead. I've killed so many people in my life. I'll kill a cop. I'll kill a fire. Oh, my God. <laughs> God. Hey, wow. Seriously crazy. So, Renee, what's the lesson here? <laughs> uh, never online date. Is that the lesson? Or never, at least never let them go to your house. Never, ever first of all let them have your address or maybe you should just add more red to your decor yeah see <laughs> had you had a little more red none of this would have happened <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah, it's funny because anytime any of my friends date now, we'll be like, is he good? Like, is he red book crazy or is he okay? <laughs> like, we, that's our level of crazy now. It's like, Damn. That's our standard. Renee, thank you so much. That was a hell of a story. Thank you, Renee. Have a good day. Thank you. You too. Thanks. Right okay. Bye bye. Bye. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. I'm reading this article on uh, personality traits that people wish they had developed earlier in life that usually come on sort of later in life oh interesting so i'll give you i'll give you an example um which is uh the ability to take criticism and feedback <laughs> right <laughs> maury mm-hmm. <laughs> still waiting <laughs> not developed yet uh, okay let, okay so here 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 let me let me go through the let me go through the list and and you you guys all tell me you want to ding you guys just all I'll just go around the room you guys all tell me if you have developed these sort of personality traits at the stage you are now in life because these are sort of the things that people wish they had developed earlier because oftentimes when you don't have these when you're younger it's one detrimental to your health because you just worry all the time and two it can hold you back in work mm-hmm. and hold you back in relationships yeah. um prevent yeah. you from being vulnerable, all of this stuff that you sort of need to become a whole person, right? Okay. Um, so here, so I'll, I'll just go through this list and then you guys tell me if you have developed these or have not developed these yet, okay? Uh, giving people the benefit of the doubt, Mocha. I would say so. Yes. I would say that more than anything. Yeah? Yeah. And it be- because I, I think I'm a little bit too naive. Right. Or I can be. Okay. Uh, Deepa. Um, I think also being a bit too naive would be mine as well. Yes. Shem? Um, no, I'm skeptical as hell, man. Okay. Uh, mm. Damn it, Maury. Giving people the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay, cool. You? Uh, no, I see the worst in people. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How you doing? That's, that's just something I've lived with my whole life. Uh, um, okay. Uh, choosing to ignore dumb people instead of arguing with them. Bruh. Bruh. <laughs> Oh my okay. <laughs> my answer. Okay. Uh, Mocha, choosing to ignore dumb people instead of arguing with dumb people. See, I'm a little bit of both. Yeah. I will still, out of pettiness. You will. Argue? Yeah. Okay. Just uh, to be a jerk? Deepa? 
Uh, ignore. Ignore. Uh, damn it, Maury. Absolutely not. I enjoy a good argument. There you go. Uh, the ability to take criticism and feedback. Uh, I'm not even going to go to that one because it's, we're going to talk about Maury for 25 minutes. Decisiveness. The ability to just make a decision quickly and stick with it. Is this uh, is this something you oh. developed later in life, or have you even developed it at all, Mocha? No, not no, at you all. have not. Uh, Shem, mm-hmm. absolutely, I have. Uh, Deepa, not at all. No, <laughs> damn it, no. Maury. I'm gonna say yes. You have. No, you haven't. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if I know what I want to eat, I will eat that. No, no, no. Not. Let's not talk about if food. I know, if let's I, not decision, bring food no, into I'm this. I'm very good at like this is what I'm doing. Boom. Okay. Um, you wouldn't agree? No. Highly, okay. disagree. highly disagree. If we were on one of those things where you have to say, like, highly agree to highly disagree on that spectrum, <laughs> yeah. I would be in the highly disagree. I would check that box <laughs> yeah. immediately. Yeah. Uh, the ability to tell yourself to shut up when you start overthinking. Mocha, no. have you developed that per- that personality no, trait? You have not. No. Uh, Deepa. Do you, look, you look in pain right now. Does what count? <laughs> like 50%. I'm like 50%. No. Okay. <laughs> Okay, it's let's go, okay, work, girl. Okay, let's go back down to number four, which was decisiveness, Deepa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> okay, the, okay. Damn it, Maury. The ability to tell yourself to shut up when Absolutely you start overthinking. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, firmness. This is huge. This is where you establish boundaries with the people in your life, uh, the people you work with, um, and and sort of put your wants and needs uh, on the table as far as what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. Um, boundaries. The 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 question is firmness. Most do you have this? I don't think so. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. Deepa? Yes, I do think so. Shem? Yes, man. Protect your peace. Okay. Uh, damn it, Maury. <laughs> Absolutely not. There we go. Uh, and then uh, here's the number one thing that people wish that they have developed, that they could have developed earlier in life, mm-hmm. but they didn't. These are personality traits that they wish that they could have had earlier in their life, maybe developed later in life. Uh, the ability to not take things personally. I'm okay. Just gonna... Oh, come on now. <laughs> Everything. Okay. Everything. Okay. Shem? Uh, yeah, I've developed that. Deepa. Deepa. 65%. 65%. <laughs> okay. Uh, de- 65%. I don't even know how you do that math in your head. Just pulling out numbers. Like the yeah, only way to accurate. do that, Deepa, would be to determine right now all the times that you have taken things personally. I did. I calculated that. Okay, cool. Uh, that was da- the number. Damn, damn it, Maury. Everything personal. Everything, Everything. personal. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hi, Katie. It's Roz and Mocha. Hi. How you doing today? <clears throat> um, I'm like really excited and like super nervous at the same time. Oh, uh, well, why are you reaching out to us? Tell everyone. Um, okay, so... Someone has like really, really been over saying they're welcome. Someone, you wrote us this. Uh, Hey, Razumoka, fix my life. Six months ago, my boyfriend's father got evicted from his apartment and has been living with us and our dog in a basement apartment. So you're all in a basement apartment? Yeah, two bedroom, two bathroom, basement apartment. And you said, I wanted to move out, but my boyfriend is being swayed by his dad because his dad has money and I don't know what to do. So if the dad has so much money, why doesn't he just move out? Um, Because he's comfortable where he is right now. Like his goal has always been to like try and live with one son. Like forever? (laughs) Um, Not forever, but I mean like they used to live together before. And then like when I met my boyfriend... Um, he moved out and we moved in together. So I think he's kind of like happy that he's living back with him and doesn't really want to move. You don't have a father-in-law problem. You got a boyfriend problem. Yeah, that's what everyone seems to 
seems to say now when I when I say that, but I don't know. I just I feel like I've just kind of like exhausted all of my options and I'm coming to you guys cuz like I don't know what to do anymore. So yeah. what tell us what conversations you've had with your boyfriend about this then and what his so response like, has been. So like I I try and talk to him in like a calm like tone but every time it's just like a heated conversation because it's something that he doesn't want to talk about. Um, because he likes having his dad there. Well, he says that he doesn't like having his dad there, but like his words and his actions don't match. Mm. Well, he's lying to so somebody. Like, yeah. So like he'll tell me like, oh, I want him to move out. But like he doesn't do anything about it. Like he doesn't like look for other places to go because like so I like I encourage him to, but he doesn't. He just says, I don't have time. I don't have time. He's not seen, a priority for either yeah, of them. You really want the dad gone. He's sort of just fine either way to have the dad live there. And yeah. now he feels pressured by you, and he feels that if he tells his dad to leave, that he's betraying his dad and being a horrible son. And it's the sort of lesser of two evils, right? You yeah. know, to have you pissed off at him for, you know, a little while is sort of maybe better in his eyes than feeling that he was betrayed by his father or abandoned, you know, or that he abandoned his dad or that he was, you know, he betrayed his father. That's a terrible thing for somebody to, to, to deal with. And nobody yeah. wants to deal with that. So, of course, he's going to drag his ass and just make the best of it. Even if he doesn't want him there, the, 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 the inconvenience of having your father live with you and your girlfriend in a basement apartment uh, is probably an easier pill to swallow than him ha- having the conversation with his dad about him moving out. Yeah, it's just like, I don't like, see, the thing is, is like, I don't really have a great relationship, like, with my father-in-law. Yeah. So, because he's, like, had like said negative things to me before like negative comments um so i just don't feel comfortable with him being in the house sure does your boyfriend know does he does your boyfriend know all this stuff yeah 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 he knows about it and he hasn't and he hasn't done anything or said anything um no not really okay listen again we said this off the top you don't have a father-in-law problem you got a boyfriend problem yeah and I think that that's the conversation that you need to have. I think that when you have a conversation with your boyfriend, the conversation should not be, hey, what are we doing about your dad and how are we you know, going to transition your dad out of living with us? That's not the yeah. conversation you have to have with your boyfriend. The conversation yeah. you have to have with your boyfriend is, what are you doing? What yeah. are you, now, not what are you doing with your dad? What are you doing with me? Yeah. The father-in-law yeah. is only there because he feels welcome. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's, he's, yeah. Loving, he's loving life. He's living with his son. Girlfriend's cool. You know, yeah. I can say stuff to her. Nobody says anything back to me. It's great. Yeah. Do you have like any like words of advice or like, yeah, any, sure. like words of encouragement yeah, you that need, you could pass along? You need to lay it all out for him. Okay. And say, hey, listen, I love you. And, you know, to me, this is it forever with this guy for you? Well, I, well, I mean, we've been together for seven years. Okay. So, like, no, 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 no. That's not the question, though. Like, yeah. Is this forever? Like, do you yeah. feel in your heart like you can be together with somebody for a long period of time? But in the back of your mind, you're like, mm, it's just out of convenience now at this point. Is this the guy that you think that you would like to spend the rest of your life with? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Okay. So the, I would I would say this. The conversation needs to first it needs to be honest and you need to be adults and have an adult conversation, which are difficult to have. And you need to let him know that. Um, you don't feel secure in the relationship and you don't feel secure in your own home. And that is a problem. And for you, it's a terrible way to live because neither of those things you should be feeling when you get home. And the reason you feel that way is because uh, your boyfriend encourages the things and the situations to lead to you feeling that way. 
and you need you need to know from him whether this is just the way it's going to be uh, or whether he wants to sort of have your back on things and 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 work on the two of you because this isn't a dad problem this is a problem there you go to your boyfriend and say hey your dad said something real awful to me and the boyfriend does nothing yeah okay that is okay. like that's cause for termination yeah does that help katie yeah it does i feel like it helps me like realize a lot of stuff that like i have before like it's just like a confirmation of feelings i've been feeling yeah it's just like something that I didn't really want to deal with. There's an A team and a B team in that house. Okay. You and your boyfriend need to be the A team. Uh, the, yeah. bo- the boyfriend and his father, they're the B team. Okay. And your boyfriend is spending a little too much time prioritizing team B. Oh my God. Yeah. I can definitely see that. Mm. Right. You know, you know what you got to do, Katie. Yeah. I have to have, yeah, we have to have a talk. Tough yeah. conversations. <laughs> well, thank you for reaching out to us. Yeah. Thank you so much. Like, oh my God. Thank you so much. You feel a little bit better. Yeah, I do. Like, I feel yeah. it's so like it's such a bittersweet feeling because I'm so happy I had a problem that I could talk to you guys about. Yeah, and I feel a little bit better. Okay, good. But yeah, thank you. All right, all the best, girl. Thank you. Have a great day. Roz and Mocha's fix my life on Kiss. We're getting closer. Tomorrow's the day. Yes. Obi Wan Kenobi, the Disney Plus show, will drop at midnight, and uh, they have two episodes. Also, Stranger Things. Oh, God. It's a big weekend. It is. Bro, I got an advance on Stranger Things. You did? Dog. How'd you get an advance on Stranger Things? How come I didn't get an advance on Stranger Things? I don't know. You get an advance on everything else? Super weird. But Stranger Things? Yeah. This season? Yeah. Bruh. Bro, it's so good. That's <laughs> wild. But I am so excited, yeah. as I know you are, and so many oh, other people. Oh, my God. Because you get Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. Oh, yeah. We're also getting Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader. Right. And we haven't seen Hayden Christensen as Darth Vader since Sith. Which I don't even remember Sith. I know a you lot don't. of people like that movie. I saw yeah. it one time and one time only. And really? that was it. Yeah, that was it. Out oh. of those three prequels, yeah. that one's probably my favorite Is one. it? I've yeah. only seen the prequels one time and one time only. That's it. No. Never even yeah. just out of curiosity dip back. No, no. Never went back. I watched them one time and one time only. So Ewan McGregor is uh, making the rounds promoting, right? Yeah. And talking to Fallon about the first time. Because if you remember, like the last time those two characters saw each other in Sith was before Hayden Christensen turned into Darth Vader. Right. Didn't he fall in lava? Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So, Spoiler alert, I guess. So I don't know. By assumption, Ewan McGregor or Obi-Wan thought that maybe he was just like gone for good. Mm, right, right, right. So okay. in this Obi-Wan, we know the two characters are there together. Yeah. And what it was like for, the question was like, well, what was it like for you, Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan to see on set yeah. Darth Vader, someone who you haven't acted in a scene That's with before. True. That's right? true, I guess, yeah. Uh, in Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, our pal Hayden Christensen returns yes. for the first time as Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, what's it like working with Hayden again? It's lovely to work with Hayden again. We spent yeah. such a long time together. We shot episode two and three in Australia, in Sydney, Australia, back in the day. And so we spent a lot of time on set, and we had a lot of fight training to do, and we spent a lot of time off set, so... It was nice to see him again. Yeah, he's a good It was actor. frightening to see him again, knowing the... I hadn't acted with Darth Vader, you know. Oh, yeah. So, um... <laughs> oh, what was... And I'd been acting with... a long time. I think, I think I've think i done a lot of stuff. But the first take with Darth Vader scared <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's true. <laughs> I, he it's to, just frightening. Yeah, we rehearsed and he didn't have the helmet on and I was... Then we get, I was getting made up and I guess they were sorting him out and... And then it was action and I'm walking down and I, I hear something, I turn around and... <laughs> Vader's coming at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I just about... My pants, really. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when you're uh, when you're a kid, that is probably one of the scariest villains you, you see. That's it. I think a lot I was of like say seven that. years old again. It was really like a, it was really genuine fear. Like fear. I, I made horror films and stuff. They're not frightening, but that was that was yeah. Like, could you imagine? Like, you're been in that universe or yeah. in that galaxy, part of that world for so long, and you get to a point in your career after all these years of playing such an iconic character. And finally getting a chance to share screen time it's, with the greatest villain of all time. So how tall was, how tall is Hayden Christensen? Because the guy who played Vader was tall. What's his name? David Prowse? Yeah. How tall is David Prowse? Because he was tall. Well, I guess to match it up, maybe they gave him lifts. I know, but like, is there like a huge, because Vader better be huge. Right? David Prowse was 6'6". Six, six. Hayden Christensen, 6 foot, 1 over 8. Yeah. So he's 6. So that's that's a big difference. So lifts, for sure. For sure. Right? He better be towering. It better not be like Vader and some like black heels or something. Come on, man. <laughs> like platforms? <laughs> Stuff y'all try right? something new. <laughs> hey, guys, don't make fun. Okay? I went through a lot. Yeah. I'm new to this. Okay, I fell in lava. This is all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. These aren't even real legs. Right. Listen. Okay. What kind like the, the, the slim pickings? All right. <laughs> we don't have a whole lot here. Yeah. Okay. I got, I got burnt like up to the knee. Real bad. Doctor uh -huh. said. The doctor said I need to wear these. Don't make fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, had to, I had to trust that. <laughs> now die. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. My house was too cold last night. You know what? Our house, too. Yeah. I had to wear a hoodie. Yeah. I put, we, I put an extra blanket on the bed. We had the AC on, and yeah. it was a little cooler outside than yeah. normal. Yeah. First world problems, right? I, AC what, on, rocking a hoodie. Where are we right now? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. Sake. I know. I'm not up for the first world problems. It was cold in my house last night. Okay. Like, I'm not allowed to talk about it. It was cold, a little chilly. No, like, I, I can't have a chill. I'm so privileged. I can't have a chill. Um, So extra blanket on the bed. On my feet. Only in the bed. on your feet. Yeah, I folded I folded mm. it up and I put it on the bottom of the bed because that's where I like my, my feet to go. I was just going to say, obviously. You know, uh, tucking in the nightstand like everybody else. <laughs> No, I don't open the drawer yes. and put my feet in there. Um, uh, yeah, so, no, I got a little chilly last night. And what about normal, Catherine? She was freezing. And then uh, normally I don't mind being cold when I fall asleep, mm -hmm. right? I like it. I like the room cold. I like I like being piled under the blankets, right? Comforting, yeah. It, thank you. You need a weighted blanket, I'm telling you, bro. I don't want a weighted blanket. <sighs> I have Catherine and I have cats. I have all the weight on me that I could possibly handle while sleeping. But when... Catherine was freezing in the bed last night yeah. and your feet were freezing yeah. and you put the comforter, the extra blanket on your feet. Did it yes. not occur at any point? Yo, my girl is freezing cold. Let me pull up this extra blanket and cover her a bit. No, no, no. Like I spread it out on the bottom like of the bed. 
Right, so she had she had access to it, whether her feet reached it or not. That's none of my business. <laughs> You're insane, bed though. <laughs> yeah, I you know. can tell if her feet reach the bottom. I can't see. I can't tell if her feet are. I don't know. I don't know what she's wanting with her feet down there, man. Does she curls up in a little ball or she stretches yeah. out? I don't know. It's none of my business how she sleeps. That's okay. her business. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so I tried to I tried to stay warm last night, and uh, and then I woke up sweating at some point, and then I got went back to bed again, and I was freezing cold. But doesn't cold. the cat also come and like, then the lay cat sleeps across feet? my feet yeah yeah uh, like totally which is the greatest feeling in the world uh-huh. like it is just the best having a cat sleep directly like lying right across my feet puts me to sleep immediately mm-hmm. it's the weirdest thing it, and i don't know why it puts me to sleep immediately and if the cat is not on my feet i have a very difficult time falling asleep imagine this then yeah with or without a weighted blanket right right maybe just forget the weighted blanket but yes. this what i'm going to tell you this does add to a little bit of the discomfort okay right is when our golden retriever Tig, yeah, he's in the bed, yeah. and like if he like wants your attention or he wants to snuggle, yeah, he will prop himself up and lay on my chest, right, directly on my chest, like his whole body, yeah, yeah, like his chest on my chest, right, and his nose is like basically to my nose. That's like that's a big dot. It's like having a person on you, yeah, like a man, yeah, right. I'm like, man. Hey, Maury, does your dog sleep in the bed? He comes to bed when Matthew comes to bed and he curls up next to my butt. Like, so on the bed? Yes. Okay, so he does sleep on the bed. I thought, I didn't think that, I didn't think Matthew was going to allow that. We, it's hard to stop it. We tried stopping it, but like, you're, when the dog keeps jumping up, what are you going to do? True. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. You guys have a crate? We have a crate. He has four beds, but he prefers four. Yes, four beds. Yeah. Your condo six hundred square feet. <laughs> Where do you keep all four, four beds? beds? He has two beds in our bedroom. Yeah. He has two beds in the living room. Right. So, but he doesn't go face to face with you like Mocha's dog does. Like no. you don't. You don't get he curls that. Curls like, up. He curls up like at the bottom of the bed, and or sometimes curls up in my butt nook. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. I love that move too. Some of my cats do that. So when Tig's on you, like, mm-hmm. do you? Like reach around and like put your arms around him and hug him while he's there. Yeah, <laughs> like, sometimes I like put my my hand on top of his head. He's just looking for attention. Yeah. So the like, worst yeah. is if he is like sleeping on the floor and then he'll like in the middle of the night. Yeah. He'll get up, and he'll come only to my side of the bed. Right. And sit there beside my face and stare at you like and a creeper. Just stare. No. And I wake up just to. <sighs> But who takes him out first? Is it you? And That's I, why, right? And I will. See. And some there have been times where I've gotten up and yeah. I've screamed so loud. I would too. I would too. Right? And then yeah. I push him out. What the hell's yeah. wrong with you? Does Does Matthew ever wake up to your wheezing while you sleep, Maureen? Yeah, he like last night he punches me though. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Dude, so we're a week away from Stranger Things, right? New season mm-hmm. on Netflix. And the Duffer Brothers, the guy who's behind Stranger Things, are furious. Oh, why do I have them? Beyond furious. What do they do? So there is, they have Stranger Things like Monopoly right now, right? right. And they've had it for a while. Yes. Anyway, they have this new updated version of Monopoly Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And the new version, some of the cards in the new version that are out right now available to purchase like in stores mm-hmm. give away like major plot details for this new season oh, that happens all that happens a lot actually do you remember when that happened what movie was it where there was uh, it happened with action figures 
where oh, um Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they released action figures beforehand, and people were like, "Well, I didn't know that yeah. character was in the movie." Shoot spoilers. Yeah. yeah. So, um, people were like posting online like pictures, right? <sighs> Being like, and like on Reddit. What a pisser! You work but, so hard to keep something a secret. You but know they were mean? saying like we went to a brand name store. Yeah. Paid money. Like these weren't sent to us by no. like some PR firm or wherever. We didn't get like a hookup. They anywhere. weren't special. No. Like no. we went into a store, saw it, purchased it, brought it home. Yeah. Gone through the cards and major plot details for this upcoming season. And this upcoming season, they're splitting into two. Part one comes out next week. Second part comes out in July. Yep. So Duffer Brothers, when they found out, because mm-hmm. everyone started talking about this, yes, mm-hmm. Yeah, I would be too. You work right? so hard to keep stuff a secret, mm-hmm. right? And it, it, and it only, and, 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 you know, those deals, like that, that's the kind of mistake that should just never happen, mm-hmm. right? Like, and I understand, you know, you got to go to market and you got to get them in stores. And they got to go into production and you have to reveal these things early, right? There's some people that need to know these things early, but then to just have a full game, like a stupid Monopoly game based on Stranger Things is the thing yeah. that ruins it. The thing that spoils everything. I know. It's so, like, it's so avoidable. But it's so avoidable. When you have a franchise like Stranger Things, there are, it is somebody's job to be in charge of that, right? Yeah. Because there's a whole other department that is in charge of, like, merchandising and this and that and all these different deals because yeah. there are... They got like Stranger Things backpacks and hats and yeah. friggin' pencils and crayons uh-huh. and all sorts of things, right? Yep. And then for this one particular product to slip through the cracks and make it to retail a yeah. week before uh-huh. the new season is to premiere. What happens if you pass go on that Monopoly? Like, do you, do you get $200 or is it something different? I don't know. I haven't played the game. You know, you know there's, yeah. uh, there's parts of my book. Oh, I'll, tell, I'll tell yeah. you this. I'll give you. I'll give you like a little tease. Okay. Right. There are there are parts of my book that people who I've been working with for the better part of two years now mm-hmm. don't even know exist. There are parts of your. There are parts of my book that I'm with. so secretive about. Uh huh. That there's people who have read my book multiple times that don't know that there's parts of the book that they have not read. Wait, you're holding back on some parts? Yeah. On yeah. purpose? On purpose, yeah. Does it involve them? No, not at all. No, no, no. I mean, like, people at the publisher. Oh. Like, but why? Th- like, because Don't they need to know everything before no, it goes to print? No, no. Certain people do. The people that need to know, no. But there's certain parts that I'm just so secretive about that I don't want to get out that even the people that I work with don't know. Like they, a very select few so the, people they know. Won't, they won't know until the book is out. September 27th. A lot of people. Way. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Most people, I would say. I would say that there's maybe two people that know the that know all the parts. But there's 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 parts of the book that I was so secretive about that even internally at the publisher, parts are removed so people don't have access to it. Do they need to know? No, they don't need to they know. Like as no. part of their job, do nope. they need to know nope. before it goes to print? No, nope. they don't need to know. They don't need to know. But there's parts of the book that I'm so okay. secretive about, mm-hmm. like crazy secretive about. But it's, will will they know because you're doing like the audio version of it, right? Yes. 
But they'll know then, right? And that's fine. That's the okay. part with me. What's okay. that? That's the part with, <laughs> that's the part with Maury. No, you're still not in the book, Maury. We established that yeah, yesterday, man. You, keep, you just explained. You're keeping no, it out. For no. Now. Oh, you think you're the big secret of my book? Oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life. What advice can you guys give me? Okay, so my question is... My question is... Got a problem you can't fix. Roz and Mocha got you. Hello, Kiana. It's Roz and Mocha. Oh, my gosh. Hi. We are so excited to talk to you. Um, What's going on? What's happening in your life? Why are you reaching out? Okay, so I want my boyfriend to meet my mother, but he will not because he is so nervous. Okay, so you wrote us this. Uh, hey, Razamoka fixed my life. Me and my boyfriend have been dating for almost a year and a half. Uh, and as you said, he's not comfortable because my mom is intense. At the beginning yeah. of our relationship, he would take my car for days and my mom would see it missing and assume that he was taking advantage. So now there's this tension between them. Uh, now we're moving in together next week and I'm going to live with a guy who has never met my mom. How can I fix this? They eventually <laughs> need to meet. Just doesn't feel right. So you haven't tried to get the two of them together in the same room? Okay, so, I mean, I've, I've, tr- I've tried. I feel like I've tried. I feel like I've tried. I have never done, like, maybe um, a sit-down dinner, but he's picked me up numerous times and uh, dropped me off, and it never seems to make it to the door. And whenever I ask, like, I sometimes it's, it's just not good timing, mm-hmm. but if it is, um, yeah, I just, I can't. I can't get them past the point to just, like, go and meet the other person. Okay. Um, I'm going to pause you for one second. Very, very important question here. If your boyfriend has never met your mother, how does your boyfriend know how she feels about him? Well, there's been paths crossed, and I... It's because you tell him. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. because I tell him. Yeah, so this this is on you. Well... Does your mom not like your boyfriend? No, it's on you. No, but obviously, but, but the mom is talking to Kiana about the boyfriend. Right, and the and boyfriend is going weird back because Kiana says that yes. my mom doesn't like you. But is that, like, no. in fact true? Like, your mom, does your mom talk smack about your boyfriend? No, she doesn't. Oh. And the thing is, is I didn't, I never went and told my boyfriend my mom doesn't like him. But what I did say is the longer that, like, you are not meeting my mom, the weirder it gets for her, and she doesn't see it as a good look. Okay. Why at the beginning did he not meet your mom? Um, because he didn't, I guess, I, I'm not really, like, I wouldn't. Uh, so have what, what was, meet my what mom was, right what was, away. what was all this stuff with the car? Um, his car, he had gotten into an accident. So he would borrow, he would, borrow so he would, mine. and then, and then your mom would feel that he was taking advantage, right? Exactly. So how does your boyfriend know that that's how your mom felt about that situation with the car? Uh, yeah, because I would tell him. Because you told him. Should I not have told him? No, this is on you. This isn't your boyfriend being weird. This oh, is shoot. This is you've been sitting here talking about how your mom doesn't like him and feels weird and that he's taking advantage. Of course he's not going to want to meet here. You've spoiled the relationship. No. If this, I need you, them to you have ruined this. This is you, not them. Oh, shit. You okay, have well, to. Well, now I don't know what to do. Well, really. now you're like, the one. It's your mess. You got to clean it up. Okay. What do you say to your mother about your boyfriend to like help fix the relationship? Um. Well, I mean, I'm not here talking bad about him, guys, and I'm not here like talking. 
bad about my mom or, or sorry to him about my mother or vice versa. But if the two of them aren't speaking and the only person relaying information back and forth is you, then the communication that you're giving to both sides is cre- is the thing that's creating the tension. But it's not like it's negative. They haven't met in a year and a half. And your boyfriend yeah, feels weird about because it. because now they're, yeah, because now it's weird. And Yeah, because your boyfriend thinks that your mom hates him. But I've told him that that's not true. But you also told him that she felt that he was taking advantage. Yeah, that's when I was trying to get him to meet her because it's like if this goes on for much longer without so, explanation. Okay, so here's what here's what you need to say. You need, you need to go to your mom and you need to go to your boyfriend. And you need to say, hey, listen, we're moving in together, and this is what this is what needs to happen. I screwed this up. <laughs> okay, you need to go. Okay. To, you need to go to your boyfriend and say, um, this could have been completely avoided had I not made it weird. And I made it weird by telling you things that my mom felt at the time. And the reason she felt yeah. them at the time was because she didn't know you. But I opened my big mouth and I told you how, and I told you how she <laughs> felt when I shouldn't have. And you guys probably could have had like a real cool relationship, but I overshared and I screwed this whole thing up. And now this is on me to fix it. And then you go to your mom and say, hey, listen, the reason why this is weird that I'm moving in with a guy that you've never met is because I made it weird. The reason he doesn't come over here is not because he doesn't like you or because he's not a good guy. The reason Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to come over here is because I told him you don't like him. Okay. (laughs) And this is all on me. And I, I got myself yeah. into the situation, and I don't know how to get myself out of it. But I love this guy, and we're going to live together. So I'm hoping we can do something cool together and do something yeah. at a neutral place. Don't go to the house. Like go okay. go for dinner, or or even just like go for lunch. Make it quick, or go do some okay. sort of activity where you're all going to meet for ice cream, and you're going to stand in line for 20 minutes, uh, like every other jabroni, and get your ice cream and eat your ice cream, and then you're all going to go your separate ways. It and doesn't then, have to be a big giant thing. Yeah. It can be super quick. Ain't nothing wrong getting ice cream. Bro. No, I know, I know. <laughs> That's actually a good suggestion. Right? You screwed this up, and this is how you have to fix this, is by saying exactly that. Okay. You know what? I will take the heat. I will take that. Um from your perspective, I've honestly never had someone say to me like that. So it it I see where I went wrong. Um, yeah, I know. I think that's that's helpful. <laughs> but any conversation that you have with your mom about your boyfriend, is it always negative or has no, she shown no. any type of like compassion or willingness to get together with him? Yeah, yeah. Like my mom wants to meet him. Oh, okay. Um, it's like, I guess just on his side, he's a little bit intimidated. Yes. Because um, of you. And like, of you. yeah, because I've Damn girl. overshared. Yeah. Because yeah. you spoiled the relationship. Okay. okay. Thank you guys. All I right. appreciate that. No Good problem. luck, Kiana. Thanks for reaching out. And stop being so busy. Busy? Yeah, stop with the like the, the the need to tell everybody everything stuff. I don't do that a lot, but I do that with him. Well, you've been doing it for a year. <laughs> Great. <laughs> <laughs> you done messed up, girl. Go yeah. fix it. Thanks. All right, All right later. Bye. bye, guys. Have a good day. Roz and Mocha's Fix My Life on Kiss. Uh, where are we here? Oh, let's start with Cucumber Girl. Huh? Uh, Kendall Jenner. Oh, my God. So, uh, back on the Kardashians episode, there was a scene where Chris and Kendall were in the kitchen, and Kendall wanted to make herself a snack, and she was trying to cut a cucumber, and she was doing crisscross hands. 
So she was like holding the cucumber with one hand and then the knife goes under that arm and she was cutting the other end of it like crisscross. Like you make an X with your hands and that's how she was cutting it. And everybody's like, this is the most tragic way I've ever seen anybody try and yeah, cut totally anything. Unsafe too. It was just wild. It, the whole thing was just wild. And uh, here's the scene from the show where the mom, Chris, is then like, do you want us to have like one of the chefs do this for you? Because she can't do cut cucumber. Do you want the, the chef to make you a snack? I'm making it myself. Just got to chop up some cucumber. It's pretty okay. easy. You go, How's girl. Go? Be careful, because I, I nicked myself the other day. <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of scared. There you go. Don't cucumbers have seeds? Oh, yeah, they're right here. I definitely am not a good cutter, so don't zoom in on me. I'm not professional whatsoever. Hey, chef. <laughs> do you want to cut this up for her? I'll do it, Mom. Fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the it's kind of thing where you're like, no, no, honestly, honestly, we need you need to stop doing that right now. Yeah. It's like it, none, nothing you're doing is good yeah. or right or safe. You're going to hurt yourself. And, uh, and then so it just exploded, and everybody was going in on Kendall for the way she cut a cucumber. And then uh, I know that Kylie had posted something on TikTok where the two of them were dancing, I believe, at uh, uh, their sister's wedding, where Kylie only captioned the photo, me and cucumber girl. <laughs> <laughs> it blew up on TikTok um, as well with everyone trying to do it the same way. Oh, and I've seen so many videos of people doing everything the Kendall Jenner way, yeah. where they're like trying to like drink and eat and drive it, like all this stuff with with, with, with crisscrossed hands. Oh, no. Right? Like, it's really, it's really, it's it's super tragic. But uh, but Khloe Kardashian uh, was on a podcast recently talking about the podcast was called it's got a weird name i'm trying to figure out what the name of it was the not skinny not fat podcast is that what i want to say Very close. uh yeah not skinny but not fat podcast and uh, and chloe was talking about how all of this cucumber drama has actually impacted kendall what do you think about kendall's cutting a cucumber oh my god she's like not happy about I know, that i, I feel saw. so What'd, I know. You, what'd you see? She, she said something? I could tell by her retweet that she wrote tragic, that she's being sarcastic, and that means uh, that she's kind of upset about it. I feel so. I'm like, Kendall, God is fair. You're the most beautiful <laughs> human being in the world. You have wild-looking toes, God bless, <laughs> and you can't cut a f***ing cucumber. The world is good. Because she's like, how can you be this perfect she has the perfect life this perfect dog she's a gazelle of a human being yeah she walks the runway she's like all these amazing yeah. things you can't cut a cucumber okay like you're like a, a crimea river please come over and stay with me for one week let's see <laughs> she'll really cry herself a river oh my god i love that oh my but god i want to teach her is the best sister i'm going to teach her how to cut a cucumber so <laughs> this is never going away no it's not <laughs> and, and the pro and the pro the difference is this though is that why this cuts so deep is because she has heard all the sort of things leveled at her and the family forever which is you know they're famous either for being famous or you know, she's only famous because she's pretty or models don't do anything. It's not real work. You have no real talent. All of this stuff. They have the whole family has heard oh, yeah. all of this stuff for years. Right. Um, and so then when you can't cut a cucumber, all of that stuff comes back because you start in your head to think that maybe all those people are right. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why it cuts so deep is because you've heard this stuff a million times in your life, and then you're like, oh, God, I just gave them so much more ammo. Yo, should have let the chef do it for you. You have chefs. Like, this is the whole <laughs> thing with this. Like, yeah. like, I, like, you have probably multiple chefs uh -huh. in that, in in that multiple kitchen. multiple kitchens in one house. Is right. there anything you can't cut? For me, it's a tomato. You can't cut a tomato? No, I, can't di I cannot dice a tomato without it becoming a massive mess everywhere. Well, that's because your knives aren't sharp. Uh-huh. 
Well, I use a steak knife. Yeah, that's not, that's, yeah, no, that's your problem. You're not cutting steak. Uh, Yeah. No, but the last time I used like a super, super sharp knife, I cut. You don't have a super, super, you don't have a super, super sharp knife. No, we do now. And I'm not allowed to use them because I cut the tip of my thumb off. Not allowed to use That's a liar. (laughs) Show me your thumbs right now. Show me your thumbs right now. It's fine now. It healed. Yeah, okay, so you, did it grow you, back? Like, yeah, what yeah, I know. You, what are you, a gecko? <laughs> Shem saw the bandage. Yeah, you didn't cut your thumb no, off, man. No, you maybe cut your finger, yeah. like a little bit. You cut your thumb. Okay, well, we'll agree to disagree, okay, but I'm so not allowed to use those knives you're anymore. You're not allowed to. So says who? Your husband. Matthew said you're not allowed to use these knives. You can only use the steak knife. <laughs> now, is, uh, is, oh you know God. those knives that you used to get with the Play-Doh, right? Oh, oh, yes. yes. oh my gosh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. No, Maury needs the, the, ni- the knife set that we have for our five-year-old. Yes. Right? They're plastic. It's like a hard plastic. Yeah. And it still cuts through food. I mean, not the best. Yeah. It still does a job. But you can't, like, you can run it across your hand and you'll never and cut nothing. yourself. I need that. Yeah. That's exactly what you need. Would you be allowed to use those, Maury, do you think? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I doubt it. Dinner would be ready Deepa, in an hour. Deepa can't get enough of the allowed, <laughs> too. Yeah, allowed. <laughs> Wait, Deepa, you don't have rules yet? I mean... Is there stuff you're not allowed use... to do, Deepa? No, I'm... I don't, okay, is I don't there, need rules like that. <laughs> is there stuff that, you, that your husband's not allowed to do? No, not really. Oh, not, like, really. not really. What's really? not really? Oh, What's not really? What's not really mean? No, no. Like, I mean, there's nothing that we're like, oh, you can't do. You're not allowed to do this. So no. Um, this knife thing, though, is very interesting to me. Like, Maury's like in his mid 40s and can't use knives. Deepa, there are so many <laughs> rules yes. at my place. So many oh, rules. Maury's, Maury's also not allowed to load the dishwasher. No, Why? Or, or the what? laundry. Maury, and socks in bed. Maury's not allowed to have bare feet in the bed. I get that. That's probably like... Oh, yeah, we found it. We yeah. found it. We found it. Okay, what did that take us? That took us three. That took us three. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, look at the time. Look at that. It's news time. Mm. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. Are you ready? Of course, brother. <laughs> Sorry, I gotta catch my breath. Let's do the news. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, and then more from David Letterman, my uh, next guest needs no introduction. So Will Smith, and they made a huge deal about this, which is the Will Smith interview happened before the Oscar slab happened. Sure. And uh, one of the things that he talks about was from his book, and I know that you brought this up uh, on, on the show when the book was released, which is his father was abusive towards his mother and then Will didn't do anything in those moments when he was younger and then he grew up feeling like a coward. I've always thought of myself as a coward. When I was, you know, nine years old, I saw my father beat up my mother and I didn't do anything. And that, that just left a, a traumatic impression of myself as a coward. Right. And then uh, he goes on to, there's another moment in there where he was talking about he was doing ayahuasca, which is this drug that you drink. People go out in the desert and then they get high and they drink ayahuasca and you have these visions. You go on these vision really? quests. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then, so, but the, the, the interesting part was, is that when, when Will Smith did ayahuasca, he dreamt that he lost everything. Listen to this. Most hellish psychological experience of my life. I drank and it usually takes about 45 minutes to kick in. And I'm sitting there and you always feel like, you know, maybe it won't kick in this time. So I'm drinking, I'm sitting there and then all of a sudden it's, it's like. Listen, I start seeing all of my money flying away and my house is flying away and my career is going away. And I'm like, ah, and I'm trying to like grab for my money and my career. My whole life is getting destroyed. 
So did, did, yeah. So did he have a psychedelic oh. vision about what was going to happen? Like sounds like it, right? Wow. What is it? Ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know a lot about it because I don't do drugs and stuff like oh. that. But but it sounds like yeah, I think you go out to like Joshua Tree in California and you mix up this drink and you just stare at the stars and have and all these. I wonder how long it takes to wear I, off. I don't know. I, this stuff terrifies me. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Well, uh, Kanye West is back on Instagram and he's back uh, with a brand new project. Now I don't know if this is official in any way that he's actually working with McDonald's, but Kanye posted a picture of a redesigned hamburger box for McDonald's. <laughs> and uh, he wrote, uh, Sorry, what? Uh, yeah, Ye teams up with industrial designer uh, Nawato Fukasawa to reimagine McDonald's packaging. And then, uh, and then he wrote uh, uh, this. Uh, what did he write? What was the fries line in this? What did he write? Next week we're doing fries, I think he said, which is a line from Gold Digger. But so the box that he designed is it looks sort of like a Big Mac box, only it's perfectly square. You know the Big Mac box kind of has a, the, the top would go down on an angle, the oh, sides sure. go down on an angle? This is a cube. And okay. and the cube has like, it, it looks like a hamburger. Yeah. Like it's, it's painted up to look like a hamburger, but only it's a square hamburger. So it would be like if you took a hamburger and then made a cube out of a hamburger. Okay. Right? And then I, yeah, and so that's what he's working on. So I don't know so if he just... a square hamburger? <clears throat> So I don't know if he just decided, hey, I don't like the McDonald's packaging. I'm going to fly to Tokyo and hook up with a designer and reimagine it myself. And then maybe uh, McDonald's wants to use this or if he has some sort of official collaboration Sorry, with McDonald's. Is it, is it he's just um, the packaging or he's changing the actual like the food? The item? package. No, just the packaging. That's so stupid. Is it though? Yes. I mean, he should have. He should have did this for Harvey's, which already has square patties. Right? No, they don't. Wendy's does. When is it? Wendy's. Yes. Wendy's does. Okay. Yeah, but the buns are round. So figure that out. Right. But no, so it's not an official tie-in with McDonald's. I think that he just independently went and spent a bunch of money to no, what redesign. A waste of time. <laughs> you know what I mean? Come on, yay. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, during her concert in Los Angeles, Olivia Rodrigo uh, stopped down the show to uh, say a few words. Uh, about the school shooting in Texas and uh, calling for stricter gun control. Here's Olivia last night. This is so, so devastating about the shooting that happened in Texas today. Yeah. Uh, we should never have to worry about our safety or our lives in places that are dedicated to our learning and our growing. Um, and I'm so heartbroken that this is the reality that we're living in. And we need stricter gun control laws in America. Uh, Taylor Swift broke her months-long Twitter hiatus to express heartbreak over the deadly shooting. She said, filled with rage and grief and so broken by the murders in Uvalde and by Buffalo, uh, Laguna Woods, and so many others. By the way, in which we as a nation have become conditioned to unfathomable and unbearable heartbreak. Uh, Steve's words ring so true and cut so deep. And, of course, she was talking about uh, Golden State Warriors head coach Steve Kerr, who used his time at a press conference uh, to not talk basketball, but to talk uh, the, the uh, need for action. Any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket 
in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. There's 50 senators who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. So that was uh, Warriors coach uh, Steve Kerr. Matthew McConaughey, uh, that was his hometown. That's where he grew up. And if you remember, uh-huh. if you remember uh, last year, McConaughey was flirting with the idea of running for uh, governor mm-hmm. of Texas. Uh, he said, once again, we have a uh, tragically proven that we are failing to be responsible for the rights and freedoms that rights and freedoms grant us. The true call to action is for every American to take a longer and deeper look in the mirror and ask ourselves, what is it that we truly value? Uh, How do we repair the problem? What small sacrifices can we individually take today to preserve a healthy and safer nation, state, and neighborhood for tomorrow? We cannot exhale once again, make excuses, and accept these tragic realities as the status quo. So that is uh, Matthew McConaughey. I didn't know he grew up there. Yeah, I knew. Um, I just figured... I mean, Texas, Texas is big. Texas is big, but that was actually. But that's, I didn't know that uh, his hometown. Uvalde, yeah, that's uh, that's where he uh, that's where he grew up. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, and uh, the Cannes Film Festival. I guess David Cronenberg's David Cronenberging again. What happened? Now? So he has a new movie with um, Kristen Stewart and Viggo Mortensen, and then somebody else. And God. half the odd, like a portion of the audience, gave it a seven-minute standing ovation after the end of it. And mm-hmm. then also they said that dozens of people walked out of the movie because it's another one of these Cronenberg like gore fest things. I guess it ha- takes place in like the future where people are able to control and adapt and alter their own bodies. I guess, and then like. I don't know. I don't. It's, cr- it's a weirdo movie. It's a weirdo movie. And then I guess there's one scene where like one person uses her abilities to allow herself to like dissect her husband without causing him any harm. And then all of that is shown so she can show the beauty on the inside. Like, it's just this weirdo Cronenberg no, just thing, tell me man. You want me. Right? That's, that's, <laughs> is that all you want? Yeah. Yeah? Just like, yeah, I know. How did we go from that to that, right? right? Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. I don't need you to do that. No. Right? Tell me you love me. You know what? Even if you want to, you can't find the words, go to shoppers, get me a, <laughs> a beautiful card that expresses everything that you feel and give that to me, and I'm good. Uh, and I think that the quote, I'd walk out of that movie too. Because you so remember, what, remember when he did that movie Crash? Not the not the um, one where it was like the political one, everything else. But he did Crash, where it was people who uh, got off on being in car accidents. I never watched it, but no, I've, I, there's and I've no only point in watching. Heard it. of you guys? Yeah, watching it. Yeah, there's no, there's no. I mean, it's like it's out there. But he also did The Fly with Jeff Goldblum, which I really loved a lot. Right, that's like a great Cronenberg movie. Sure. Um, you never saw The Fly with Jeff Goldblum? 
That's actually a good film. It's it great. Sounds familiar. Yeah. What do you mean? It sounds familiar. Like he turns into a fly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds familiar. Like that doesn't. You don't just recall that immediately. I don't think I ever saw. Like it. I tell you about a movie where a guy turns into the to a fly called the fly, and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds familiar. No, that movie should like either be completely foreign to you, or you should remember everything about that. Now, movie. when he ta- turns into the a fly, yes, right? Does he like, um? Like, does he permanently stay a fly? So, so what happens? He was working. He's a scientist working on teleportation. Yeah. So he has pod number one and pod, pod number two, okay. right? And what his goal was was to be able to step into pod number one, yeah. flick a switch, and then he would, like, like evaporate and then sure. reemerge in pod number two, cool. therefore developing um, uh, teleportation. Cool. But he went into pod number one. Yeah. And as he was breaking down to be teleported to pod number two, there was a fly in there with him. And <sighs> it also broke down. So when he reemerged in pod number two, his DNA was merged with fly DNA. Oh. And then he slowly transitioned from a man into a fly, like his jaw falls off and everything. So it's about him slowly becoming a fly. It's important to mention, he doesn't shrink. I don't think he shrinks down to the size of a fly. He stays human. That was going to be my question. So is he a human, like a man-sized fly? Yes. Or a fly-sized man? Yes. Uh, uh, He is a man-sized fly. It's also a love story, though. So there's that. You know, for the Excuse kids. Excuse me? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I almost believe you. I'm not. I'm not. I almost believe you. I'm not. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, yes. I'm not sure if you had a chance to check out and do a, a sort of dive into Adele's socials lately, but fans mm-hmm. are pissed. Why? Well, because see. she was supposed to start her weekend residency at Caesars Palace on January 21st. And if you remember, she canceled with less than 24 hours and fans had flown to Vegas, bought tickets, everything else. Yeah, yeah. And the problem is that we're now four months later and Adele has yet to say anything about rescheduled dates. Oh, yeah. Which, of course, if you remember, was the promise. And so they got very close to a show and... Her thing was that it just wasn't perfect and she wanted it to be perfect for the fans. But the sort of other side of the story was that she was uh, being difficult. And I don't mean difficult in any sort of way. I just mean being difficult when it came to what a Vegas show is because Adele wanted this scaled back thing. They are like, well, it's Vegas, so we need to have choreography and set pieces and dancers and everything else. And they were at odds um, with with each other. And so I don't know if there is a middle ground to be found because have you seen a story about how the no. production is progressing on the Adele show Zero. and how they're working on it and how they've you know come to the the point of where they fixed the things that were broken no, no but I sure as hell see a lot of smiles from Adele on her social yes on you IG. do <laughs> yes you do but no wow. rescheduled dates well because there's so many pictures of her out on dates with her I boyfriend no and that's the problem right Paul. not that not that she shouldn't be out on dates with her boyfriend no, of but not. but when you you know you do a you do a cry filled tear filled message to your fans being like I didn't want this to happen you expect you know that you are in Vegas after that day with the crew putting the show together right making sure it's it's right Yes. For the well, fans. That hasn't happened. She did make happened. the Time Magazine 100 most influential the other uh, day. Listen, she's very influential. Mm-hmm. She got a bunch of people to fly to Vegas for no good reason. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be influential to do that, man. Well done. Right? Damn, man. 
<laughs> yes. Sorry. You lost money, bro. <laughs> it's Vegas. You're going to lose money anyway. I know. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner on the. Uh, so I saw Caitlyn Jenner wasn't at uh, ca- the uh, Kardashian wedding in Italy, and then I and then it came out that is because Caitlyn Jenner wasn't invited. Oh, mamma mia! Uh, mamma mia! Uh, but Caitlyn Jenner talking about living with uh, Kanye West and the differences between Kanye and Pete. This comes to us from the Pivot Podcast. Listen to this. Pete is. Uh, they came over the other day because I told Kim, Kim, I haven't even met him yet. So she brought him over, and they, we spent a couple hours here at the house together, and uh, very different than what she would normally date. But Kimberly has been through a lot with the guys she's been with, you know, <laughs> especially Kanye, a very complicated guy. I really like Kanye. I got along with him so well. Two of us did great together. And through when even when I transitioned, he was so on my side and, you know, loving it. But he was very difficult <laughs> to live with. And Pete is 100, 180 degrees the other direction. I mean, first of all, he treats her so well. Oh, yeah. And when they were over here, Kim is so happy. And Kim deserves to be happy. We need a comedian in the family. We don't need more rappers. We need comedians in the family. Oh, jeez. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, wow. wow. (laughs) Yeah. It's actually pretty funny, Caitlyn. Caitlyn doesn't hold back, though. I sort of like that about Caitlyn Caitlyn Jenner. I mean, her politics aside, but I always like hearing an interview with Caitlyn Jenner because you you, you get a sense that she was at one time sort of, you know, pivotal in in that family, and now she sort of speaks like somebody who's been shunned and only has minor access. Yeah, yeah. And and she doesn't hold back. I, I, sort I of didn't like know Jenner. that she, and I don't know what the dealings is, are behind the scenes, like sure. her relationship with, uh, with, oh my God, who is it that got married? No, um, oh my God. Oh, not Chloe? Chloe. 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 Courtney. Courtney. Yeah, 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 yeah. Courtney. Courtney. Yeah. yeah. I don't Courtney, know what their, sorry, their relationship is. Yeah. I know her and, and Kim's relationship is wonderful, and I believe sure. Chloe's relationship with her is wonderful. Sure. Sure. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, over to the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial. So this was testimony yesterday from Walter Hamada. Walter Hamada, uh, Warner Brothers head honcho, because oh, the wow. story was that uh, it was because of Johnny Depp that Amber Heard lost uh, all that screen time in the new Aquaman movie. Uh, Walter Hamada says that uh, no, it was because of chemistry with Jason Momoa. Listen to this. But if any creative concerns did Warner Brothers have about casting Amber Heard as Mira in Aquaman 2? It was the concerns that were brought up at the wrap of the first movie, which is the issue of chemistry. Did the two have chemistry? You know, I think editorially they were able to, to make that relationship work, but there was a concern that it took a lot of effort to get there. And would we be better off recasting, finding someone who had better, more natural chemistry with Jason Momoa? Was there any other reason Warner Brothers delayed in picking up Ms. Herbert's option for Aquaman 2? No, it was all concerns about whether she was the right bit of casting for the movie. Was her compensation affected in any way by anything said by Johnny Depp? No. So if they felt this way about her, even after filming the first movie, Yeah. like why even bring her back? Uh, well, the, the the story is that it was Jason Momoa that actually, you know, lobbied to have her back. Oh. And then it was agreed to that her part would be slimmed down to the 10 minutes, I believe, that it is in the new one. Uh, TMZ um, filed an emergency motion yesterday seeking to block... 
uh, Johnny Depp's lawyers from calling one of its former employees to testify at the case. So what happened was is that Amber Heard was accused by Johnny's lawyers of being the one who leaked certain video to TMZ and also tipping off paparazzi. And now his team wants to bring in a former employee at TMZ to, I guess, out Amber Heard as the one who... Uh, profited from those videos. Uh, TMZ's lawyers argued that the identity of its sources should be protected under the journalist privilege in Virginia law. And the TMZ also argued that whatever the testimony would be would actually be irrelevant to the question of whether Johnny Depp or Amber Heard defamed each other. So they're trying to get out of having one of their former employees testify that it was actually Amber Heard that leaked the video because she denied that on the stand. So TMZ's now involved. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Johnny Depp trial. Let's start with there. Um, so Johnny Depp retook the stand yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this about trials. Like they don't talk about this on television. Like again, when you when you only know trials from movies and TV, and then you watch them live on TV, like the Johnny Depp trial or any other trials. Um, one, they're boring as hell. And two, like these lawyers aren't as like sharp and gotcha as they are in the movies. The other thing I didn't know is you're on the clock. What do you mean? As far as how much time you're given to present your case and defend your case. So as it is right now, I think Johnny Depp's legal team has, I think, four hours left. But Amber Heard's team only had, like, less than 90 minutes left. So they couldn't call all these, like, rebuttal witnesses and everything because they're running out of time. Oh, I thought once you went up, like, that was your turn. And then the next person, it's their turn. And then... That's it. Then the jury or the judge, it, whoever. It is, but you only get so many hours to present and defend your case. No, like I case. didn't know like Johnny Depp's team could go up, use a little bit of their time, then let Amber Heard go up, use well, her time, well, and then no, Depp they goes don't. Back. They don't. They don't. Oh, they don't. Okay, so, okay, so okay. only. So what winds up happening is you get to do a rebuttal at the end of everything, gotcha. right? If you're the if you're the the sort of I guess you know plaintiff in this in this case, although they're suing each other, which is weird. Uh, so uh, one of the things that Johnny Depp wanted to clear up on the stand yesterday was the accusation that Amber Heard testified to when she was on the stand, saying that she once took saw Johnny Depp take eight to ten MDMA, so ecstasy pills, all at once, and this is something that Johnny. Depp wanted to clear up. Mr. Depp, do you recall Ms. Heard testifying that she saw you consume eight to ten MDMA pills while you were at once while you were in Australia in March of 2015? Yes, I do remember that. How many times have you done MDMA in your life, Mr. Depp? In my lifetime, MDMA six, seven, maybe. Have you ever consumed eight to ten MDMA pills at once? No, ma'am. No, I have not. And why is that? Um, because I'd be dead. I think one would die. Probably rather quickly. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, and then uh, Kate Moss was on the stand yesterday. She testified that Johnny Depp never threw down the stairs. But the big one was the ex-TMZ producer. And if you remember, TMZ launched an injunction to have it, to, they wanted to prevent this ex-producer from uh, taking the stand because they wanted to protect their source. This was all about the leaks. So who tipped off the paparazzi when Amber Heard um, had the bruise on her face and she went to file the restraining order? Mm-hmm. And then also who sold... TMZ, the video of Johnny Depp in the kitchen um, slamming cupboards and everything else. And the 
ex-producer is on the stage and Amber Heard's lawyer tries to accuse the ex-TMZ producer of capitalizing on uh, basically taking his 15 minutes of fame and he turns around and roasts her ass so hard really? that like jaws hit the ground. So uh, this is the, uh, I'm trying to remember what the guy's name is here. Hold on, I had it a second ago. Uh, I don't remember. Anyway, play the clip and I'll come back and tell you his name. Okay, you know this. You know this case is being televised, right? I, I am aware that there are cameras. And so this gets you your fifteen minutes of fame. Doesn't Objection, it? Your Honor. Argumentative. I I can ask that question. Oh, ruled. Oh. Um. So I stand to gain nothing from this. I'm actually putting myself kind of in a target of TMZ, a very litigious uh, organization, and I'm not seeking any fifteen minutes here. Though you may, you're welcome to speculate. I could say the same thing by taking Amber Heard as a client for you. A little argumentative, don't you think? Oh, hardly. I find that to be purely logical. Damn, bro. Like, who says What's the guy's name, Maury? So it's former TMZ field assignment manager Morgan Tremaine. That's his name, Morgan Tremaine. Uh, but also, so they asked about that video because the, the speculation was that Amber Heard sold the video to TMZ. Mm -hmm. And she's denied it. And TMZ didn't give up their source. But what they did say was, how if you have a video, if somebody sends you a video, before you can publish it or before you can actually claim ownership on it and buy the video from somebody, mm -hmm. how can you get the ownership from somebody? And what they said was, well, you can shoot it yourself. Yeah. Right. So that wasn't, you know, they didn't shoot that. They weren't in the kitchen with Amber Heard. Um, it can be sold to you by somebody who is the copyright owner mm -hmm. or it can be given to you by the person who shot it, who is the copyright owner. So those are the only three ways TMZ can publish Oof. something. Yeah. And all everything points to Amber Heard. Right. There's, there's no, there's no other evidence. way because they got, he said that he got a mysterious like Dropbox link one day mm. and he just clicked on it, but Ooh, you can't, one of those you can't, yeah, you, <laughs> of course you have more. The Roz and Mocha show podcast. podcast. Uh, Snoop says that he once turned down. This is wild. So Snoop, massive uh, Michael Jordan fan mm -hmm. and Snoop was offered an incredible amount of money to basically like DJ a party for Michael Jordan and Snoop turned it down. And here's why Snoop turned it down. One of the craziest deals I turned down, it was $2 million to DJ for, I think it was a Michael Jordan event. And I never met Michael Jordan. I want to meet him and I want to meet him on a different, I don't want to meet him on no, I'm out there DJing. I want to like meet him oh, as, a boss. Yeah, yeah, as a fan. Yeah. As a fan, as a boss. It's like, Mike, I love you since North Carolina. I'm a big fan of yours. I love what you do. You're one of the greatest to ever do it. Give me a couple of secrets on how you did this. Can I get a picture with you? You want to smoke a blunt? Hey, man, it's been real. <laughs> he doesn't want to meet Michael Jordan, like, working, working for, for Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, and I get that. I get that. Yeah. But how? $2 million is a lot of money. Have you ever turned That's... down that much, Ross? $2 million? What's the why most would you, why would you I'm not telling you how much money I've turned down. Jesus. Have I turned down? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, yesterday, down in uh, Uvalde, uh, Texas, gubernatorial candidate Beto O'Rourke sort of stormed this press conference that um, was going on with um, Greg. A Is it Greg Abbott? Is that the governor down there? Mm -hmm. um, and so they were talking to media, and then and then Beto O'Rourke walks up, and then there's just all this like 
everybody's just yelling at him to try and get him out of there. And then if you listen, the mayor of Uvalde is the one that calls him an SOB. Listen to this. Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Sit, sit down. You're out of you're out of line and an embarrassment. Sit down. I do not like this. Wow, just so chaos, huh? Both sides, one side was like, I can't believe that Beto O'Rourke showed up to make this all about him and a political issue. And the other side is all saying, you know, somebody has to do something. And uh, so Beto O'Rourke met with um, reporters outside of that press conference immediately after. He should not have been able to buy an AR-15 right there. Do you want a solution? Stop selling AR-15s in the state of Texas. Do you want a solution? Have universal background checks. We don't have them. You want a solution? Red flag laws or extreme risk protection orders, which stop a shooting before it happens. You want a solution? Safe storage laws. Those are four solutions that have been brought up by the people of Texas. Each one of those has broad bipartisan support right now. We could get that done if we had a governor who cared more about the people of Texas than he does his own political career or his fealty to the NRA. And if you need any proof of that, check the schedule for the NRA's convention this Friday right here in the state of Texas. Five of the worst mass shootings in U.S. history right in this state on his watch. What does he do about it? He goes to the NRA convention to brag about how easy he has made it to purchase guns in this state and to carry them publicly without a background check, without any training or vetting whatsoever. Damn, man. Uh, so new information coming out. So the, the gunman, the 18-year-old, apparently there was a standoff that lasted about an hour. Um, at the school? At the school, yeah, before police stormed into the classroom. Like the whole event took place. Uh, in like with like it, it took place like over the course of an hour. Um, so after the shooting in the school happened, he was still in. The, I guess he barricaded himself in the in the in the classroom, and then they came up with some sort of plan to to go in. Uh, but I also believe that there was there was an armed security guard at that school at the time. So mm-hmm. I know that that's what a lot of people are saying is armed teachers, which is ridiculous to put no. that on on teachers uh, or have security guards in there. But I le- believe that this was a school that actually had that. And then also there was a girl in Germany in Frankfurt, Germany who had been texting uh, with the gunman. And she said that, like, they would just play video games together over over the Internet. And then he wrote her saying... Um, that he was, he wrote her saying that he was complaining about his grandmother uh, because they were having a fight over the cell phone bill, and then he wrote her saying that it's annoying. And then six minutes later, he said, "I just shot her." And then minutes after that, he said, oh "I'm going to go shoot up an elementary school right oh now." So he was texting this to people, to two different people. This this and this girl in in Germany, uh, who her parents, uh, she's 15, and her parents let um, uh, her do an interview. So she was getting these. Messages messages before this all this all happened and what did she did it say what she did what are you what are you gonna do i mean you're in germany but 
like, yeah, like what do you know? Oh you don't even you don't God. even know. Like, how do you even react in a situation like that? But it was instantaneous. Oh. Like he, this all happened. Like when he sent her that message, he left the house. Like the grandmother at this point was already was already oh, shot, and then he took her truck and uh, and left the house. But um, but yeah, so oh, oof, my God, big. terrible. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ellen DeGeneres last show is today. Is that the deal? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. do we know who's on it? Uh, we do. Uh, Jennifer Aniston, Pink, and Billie Eilish uh, are the confirmed announced guests, but I'm sure that they're going to bring out, you know, how many of her people. Yeah. Uh, the uh, up, up to this point, the Ellen show is released, like, they've been really good at releasing clips to promote this sort of final season. Uh, but here, I'll play you what they released, and so far, is this still the only thing released, Maureen? Yes, no, this is sort of cut down. It was a montage of all of her entrances over the 20 years. Right. And it ends with what you're going to hear here, which is today's entrance. Okay. Here she is now, Ellen DeGeneres. Welcome to our very last show. And that's it. Oh. <laughs> Not even welcome to our very last show. I'm Ellen DeGeneres. Uh, no, 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 no. Be kind, everybody. Yeah. Be kind. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10. On KISS 92.5. KISS 92.5.com. Or download the KISS 92.5 app.